The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Science has never been more important as we confront the biggest challenges of our time. Explore postgraduate study in science at the University of Otago. Find out more at otago.ac.nz slash pgsciences. It's intimate. I like it. Um, it's cool how you're holding a microphone. It feels like you're about to burst into song at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and feel free. Maybe I've been holding you all this Yeah. Okay, I've lost it. Welcome to The Real Pod. It is, it's going to be, it's going to be something. It's going to be, be the best one yet. This I don't a, give away the, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I, let me I hate, you. I hate when that happens and it's like, who's the special, and then you have to sit here and listen to the spiel. Okay, special guest, Chris Parker. Thank you. <laughs> Though I don't think of you as a guest, you're a co-host today. Co-host, a, yeah, yeah, co-anchor. So um, I'm Jane Yee, by the way. Alex and Duncan are shirking their duties. That's fine. It's just going to be me and Chris today, and it's intimate because Chris is laying on his bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, because my partner is in the office. We have an office as of a week ago. Brindley's in the lounge, so I'm in the bedroom. This is just this is just lockdown flatting realities. Look, this is fine. I'm in the bedroom as well. I flat with three children who are all on <laughs> iPads at the moment. Um, so I'm locked in my bedroom, and I was like, I'm recording a podcast. Don't bother me. So they will definitely bother me at some point. So are you sitting flat. on the floor? I'm sitting on the floor. I'm cross-legged, lotus position. Is Ugh. that good? Yeah, it's I'm great. zen. I'm zen. I'm trying not to think about the fact that we're all fucked in lockdown, basically. I can smell like buttered popcorn. Yum. And I've smelled it for like, I'm going to say 20 minutes and I can't work out where it is. And I can't work it out if it's my bed that smells that way <laughs> or if it's my body that smells like that. I'm freaking out. But I can't, I can't stop sniffing. Obsessed it's, with sniffing this morning. Look, it's the corns. It's the corner. It's the real cold oh. corner infiltrating you. They've sent the smell, the aroma. I do have to admit I had to leave the corner. And it's nothing on the corns, the the kernels, um, the pop kernels. Are, kernels are ch- the children of the corn. Oh, <laughs> the popcorns. I um, I just like oh my gosh, I just had to have some space from reality TV, and one being a star of reality television myself, and then two oh, being me. a fan of reality yeah. television. Okay, well, listen, you can come back in when Celebrity Treasure Island is all wrapped up. You're welcome. You arrived with great fanfare. You tried to sneak in, and I was like, hey, everyone, Chris Parker's here, and I tagged you in it, and then they all flooded you with their adoring messages. Um, so sweet. It was all too much. You had to, had to, I had to leave. <laughs> to I addicted, the that's the thing about, like, 
when you're on those shows, you just can't help but spend all day reading every single person's opinion. And it's like, it's just too much. It gets too much. Traditionally a great idea. You know, read everything anyone ever says about you on the internet, I think, is the advice. Hey, anyway, so this is the real pod. This is this is the regular pod. We're going to be talking real news, bit of real life. Even got some contributions from the corner this week. Um, so we've been talking about the Red, Real Pod Corner, and you can find that on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. You can Great also page. follow us on Instagram uh, at the Spinoff Podcast Network. And I just want to also let you know about two new podcasts that we have. One that's already a few episodes deep, which is Breast Assured, um, which is a great little listen, uh, hosted by Sarah Gandy. How great is Sarah? She's amazing. So she is a breast cancer survivor. She's young. The podcast is all about boobs, not just breast cancer talk, but all sorts of, of booby chat, but of course... Very important to check your boobs because breast cancer does affect people under 45 as well, by the way. Uh, and also launching this week, we've got Ne, which is a Tao Māori podcast. Um, it is made for Māori, by Māori, and it is, well, we just recorded it this morning, didn't we, Tiai here, and it was amazing. So I'm really excited about that. That's going to be landing on Thursday. So make sure you go and follow it. Right. Oh, cool. Shall we get into some real news? Absolutely. I'm really trying to resist the urge to talk about Celebrity Treasure Island with you. But this is a no, this is a no CTI zone, right? Well, you've got your own podcast for that. I mean, I'm happy to talk about it. I've been mean, to talk about it all day, every day. I mean, it's getting so good. We did an Insta Live, actually, with Chris, um, which is on our Instagram, uh, the Spinoff Podcast Network Instagram page. So you can go go and rewatch that in the Insta TV section. Um, got you spilled quite a bit of tea. But it wasn't like it wasn't like mad scandalous tea. It was more like it's all production. nuts and bolts and production stuff. I love learning about the nuts and bolts of like production of reality TV. I've now been on set of I'm trying to tick it all off. So I've been on set for obviously Treasure Island. I was on set for Bake Off when they the first season of that. I've just got to get onto the Bachelor. I, when I was on set for Bake Off, I was like, this is so cool. Like I couldn't even believe it. And it's the fluffiest kindest, sweetest little show. And I remember being like, this is scandalous. <laughs> it is so, I mean, Bake Off is back and it is, it is like along with Celebrity Treasure Island, of course, like the most wholesome thing. Actually, Celebrity Treasure Island's turning pretty funky. So I don't know <laughs> how, how wholesome, Candy Lane's not so wholesome anymore, I'm just saying. But um, the, the Bake Off, oh, it is, it's just a pillowy, marshmallowy cloud of goodness. In, I like to think the they exist lines. on the same beach. Like, cause it's like, you know, that weird coastline and they're like at this like weird kind of estate. Um, they're looking over the, this amazing view. And I like, I like to think that we're just down below, like swapping alliances and getting clues and like tying bits of sticks together. God, imagine if the rewards were bake-off treats. I mean, I'm just like, I'm suddenly envisioning this whole kind of. Crossover uh, universe. Like, like reality TV world where there's a whole load of things being shot all at the same time. Bachelors get thrown off of the bachelorette and end up on the island. You know, you get your treats from Bake Off. Someone gets married at first sight. It's it's all there. Like it needs to be like um, basically the end of the year, like a mega mix, like the Grease mega mix, my favourite of all the mega mixes. And it's just like everything colliding into one kind of series. It'd be so I good. I can't figure out if it wouldn't work because we don't have enough crew in New Zealand or <laughs> if it would work because it would be like efficient to use all the same crew on all the shows all at once. 
It's basically all the stars anyway from your favourite reality TV shows are back on Celebrity Treasure Island, usually. It's like, oh, well, who can we get from The Bachelor who can (laughs) rear their ugly head on Celebrity Treasure Island? Wrong network, though, isn't it? Oh, no, because Bachelor was on TV. Bachelor was TV too this year. Anyway. This is not the real news. This is the real news. Tiny villages of vegetables and spoons have sprouted in Auckland. So, Yeah, and last year, lockdown, it was all about the teddy bears, right? You chuck your teddies in the the window for the kids. Now, uh, on the berms of Mount Eden's Henley Road, if you want to go for your stupid little walk on Henley Road, you'll find a a vegetable (laughs) village called Cucumberland. I mean, might have rotted by the time you get there, but but there's there's some other, there's been a carrot one. Cute little carrots, cucumbers, pumpkins. So it's just like what vegetables like scattered on the burn. <laughs> that's that's it just sounds like someone's just yeah. You know, it just sounds like someone's emptied their compost burn. <laughs> no, they stand them up and they put little googly eyes on them. <laughs> Jiggly eyes, if you're a long time fan of the real pod, and a little outfit. <laughs> Jiggly eyes. That's what Alex Casey thought googly eyes were called. <laughs> Chris Parker is laying down on his back. This is very unprofessional. What? I'm just relaxing. You're just getting 100% authentically me. I love um, it. No apologies. I think, oh, I don't know. I, though that being said, I kind of like the idea of like neighborhood activation. I really want to get something going on my street. And I don't know what it is. I'm a bit too chicken to do it. But I just want to write like, go us and talk or something. <laughs> <laughs> just to see someone writes back. I think you should do that. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a crack. Give it a crack and put it up on your Insta uh, and see and see what you get back. I ideally want to write my street name, but I feel like it might mean that, like you know, people start you know finding out where I live, and basically you could work out my house from all my Insta videos anyway. What do you think people do? Because I feel like when I was on Instagram quite prolifically, people could tell where my house was pretty easily, and every now and again I'd get like a message from someone going, "Oh, I used to live around there," but I never. No one ever visited, and I almost did. <laughs> I'm just scared someone will murder me in my sleep, usually. That's, like, the number one fear. Well, just sign off, not Chris Parker. So, like, go us by not Chris Parker. The ghost of the street. <laughs> or just go into a neighbouring street and do it there. True. That's not, sort of not the same because it's not my street. I'm sort of investing in – that's, like, when oh, – this is kind of random, but – when um, we used to go visit my granddad's grave every year um, at Christmas uh-huh. to go like sing around it, quite a sweet story. And then one year we could make, we were walking with my grandma. She couldn't make it. We couldn't make our way all the way over to that grave, so we went to a, just a nearby grave <laughs> and sung around that one. Everyone <laughs> was like, "It's I'm the same sorry. thing." I shouldn't be laughing because it's so no, it was, it was crazy behaviour. Mum was like, "Just pretend it's Billy, my granddad," and I was like, "But it's not. It's some random person." Hey, but that's nice because that random person probably hasn't had a, a wee sing along for a long, long time. True. So it was the giving spirit of Christmas. Um, anyway, there's spoons also happening. Uh, I've seen Spoonville. There's Spoonville in Sandringham. That's the one that I'm familiar with. That's been there a long time. Would you like put a, anything out on your boom? No, oh my bin, my bins. These I don't think my berm's up to, up to much. It's overgrown. I need to mow it. Uh, there's, there's dog poo on there. Not my dog. I pick up I'm, my dog poo. Yeah, I really don't want to cut my garden, like cut my garden. Well, <laughs> trim it. I, I'm like furious because it's like not my house. Like I'm flatting and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm furious at this idea that I have to upkeep this person's property who like has literally never checked in on us. But I guess we've got to because it's just, it's Weedville. So hang on, how long's it been since anyone tended to the garden? Years. Oh my god. Years. Years. Yeah, years. Oh, 
You need to. You, I don't. You need to get out some. Scissors. Are you a big gardener? I'm. I'm. I like to think that I could be. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to bring back Ground Force. Like that was yes. my favorite show. Jeanette McDonald, like just smashing up terracotta plates and like scattering them in like a garden, being like, "If you want, you can decorate your garden by smashing up some terracotta plates and giving it a bit of pizzazz." It should always be like, oh, "I hate this," and I just love that camp energy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get out in the garden when I can, which is not very often. And generally what I do is mow the lawns at the point where, like, it's just I, you have to bushwhack your way through it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I need not, to get a weed whacker. I've got a weed whacker you can borrow. Everyone says that when, once they say I need a weed whacker. Like, everyone owns one. I'm so yeah. surprised. Got to do those edges. Anyway, boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> this isn't, though. Imagine... Going to an R18 Wiggles show. Ooh. How good. And scary. I don't know if I'd be into it because they just were like, they're too young for me. Like, no, this is, this is the OG Wiggles. They weren't around when I was a kid. Or no. Maybe they I, were. Okay, well, I've got kids. I feel like I'm very much have been in the Wiggle universe. Yes. Um. But anyway, the, the OG lineup, Murray, Jeff, Greg, and Anthony are reuniting for an Australian-wide tour next year. It's adults only. So there's going to be a bar and God knows what else. Like, imagine, like, hooking up at the Wiggles show as an adult. Wow, that's so weird. What a great – I feel like everyone would be like, great idea, and then they find themselves in, like, an arena listening to, like, wake up, Jeff, and being like, oh, Actually, not a great idea. Well, I disagree, Chris. I reckon they're going to get some booze in them. Remember, these these are people who've been locked down for much of 2021. They're going to get some booze in them. They're going to they're going to just absolutely hush a buy a beer and all that. You know, I got to chime in here. It's definitely a thing already. They've done a couple of R18 gigs in the past. This is Ti here, by the way. Kilda, God, I love when Ti here chips in. That voice is so good. It's so good. Chip in any time to your hair. Only for the important things, in which case R18 Wiggles concerts, definitely an important thing. Um, I've seen a couple of YouTube videos. I went on a big Wiggles binge not too long ago, and they look lit. There's like full mosh pit to big red car. I would be there if I could. I would be there, Chris. I would be there. I, I would be anywhere if I could get out of my house. True. <laughs> 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 Frankly. I reckon... If they brought back McDonald's Young Entertainers, like adult version, then I'm straight there. Like that was the, that was my jam as a kid. Can you imagine if the first kind of like public event that happened out the back of Auckland's lockdown was Christmas in the park? It would be oh. the most insane party. They cancelled it. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying, you right. know, because I feel like it's kind of like it's become oh. a little bit like deflated and flaccid over the years. But oh, yeah. oh, imagine the Christmas so in the park good. comeback, Ben Lummis and Michael Murphy singing together. Like, just like Drew Nemia, just like swinging around, oh. hosted by, I always like to, our, we, we love playing um, Christmas in the park at our flat and we always like to introduce like Frankie Stevens, everyone. <laughs> and like, and like always imagine like what that song is when the fireworks go off, like la 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 bumba. And it's like some crazy song that you've forgotten about. When the cat's away reuniting and then joined on stage by when the cat's been spayed for just a, that was like a parody group. 
Oh, I don't know them. Oh, so, sorry, too old over here. Never mind, no. let's move on. Speaking of oldies, the <laughs> Queen. She's 95 years old. She was awarded Oldie of the Year by a magazine and she turned it down. I also heard that she's getting quite sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you hear that through? Your mum's aunt, your mum's aunties, cousins, no, <laughs> nephew. No, I, I heard it on the on the radio when I was driving here. They're like, she's like not doing appearances at the moment. I think she's gonna die. <laughs> do you think she's got COVID? Well, she could get it. Ed Sheeran's got it. I know. I was like, if he, if he can get it, anyone can get anyone it. Anyone can get it. Anyone. Ed Sheeran got COVID. I'm like, he surely has more protection around him than I do. Excuse me, I know this is the territory of uh, JJ Feeney scandal Queenie, but what if this is how an affair between Ed Sheeran and the Queen was exposed? <laughs> the ultimate scandal. <laughs> COVID copulation. Oh, I, that's horrible thought. Yeah, I, I imagine they're like she's in a literal bubble. Like they put her in like a plastic bubble to try yeah. and keep her alive. Azorb? Azorb. <laughs> <laughs> So they've put her in a big zorb of like dishwash. I've never been in a zorb. I'd never want to be in a zorb. I I think they're probably the most stressful thing you can do in New Zealand, right? If you have a neon account, you've got to watch this documentary called um, Class Action Park, which is about this insane adventure park in the US that was so dangerous. It wasn't regulated in any way. People died there. People were injured there constantly. And... Um, because they weren't going to get any insurance from anyone, like the owner set up his own insurance company offshore to like, oh, it's oh just. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. There's it's, one of those in New Zealand, actually, some farmers, like I can't remember where. I think it was around Taranaki, like they tried to set up their own theme park in their house and we <laughs> shot a Subway ad there. <laughs> and, I remember the like, publicist for Subway and TVNZ were like, it's great. They've set up their own like theme park and we arrived there. And like his thing was like he welded bikes together and there were these like all these like rusty like monster bikes that would be like, you know, like a bike fused to do another bike with like eight wheels. Um, and it was just like, this looks like an osh nightmare. <laughs> well, that is honestly, that's, that's tip of the iceberg stuff compared to um, Class Action Park. Is real like basically. I'm gonna write that down on my list. Basically, Class action park. All the all the designers of like extreme rides who got rejected from the Disneyland's and the Six Flags and that of this world, then took their designs to Ugh. this guy who runs this place, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll have them." And then he and then he modified them as someone who's got zero, like his extra Wall Street, like zero experience in in rides and um and then they'd pay like a hundred bucks to the kids who who worked at the theme park to test them out like crash test dummies. It's just bonkers. It's so great and so terrible and quite sad as well. Anyway, the Queen turned down oldie of the year. A Bosnian man has built his wife a rotating house as a monument of his love. He's seventy two years old, built her this lovely house. Um and it rotates full circle because she likes to choose where she gets a view, you know? Always got the afternoon sun. So the house is always spinning. No, it's not. You can spin. It spins when you want it to spin. What? Like, like if you, fast? I assume not. I assume very slowly. But I guess, you know, she's like, I want to spend, I want to be in the afternoon sun in the bedroom one day and then I want to have the afternoon sun in the lounge the next day. She has that option. But True. the best bit is um, he said that she uh, is also able to spot unwanted guests and spin the house away and make them turn <laughs> away. She can spin the front door away from them. 
They're just constantly trying to find the front door as she keeps moving the yeah. house around. And it, also she declined to be um, interviewed for this and I can only presume that they tried knocking on her door. <laughs> and by spinning the house, she was declining. Have you been on a roundabout as an adult? Well, standing in the middle of one. Just like on, a, on one. Oh, a roundabout. Not, 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 a, not a car. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I stand on the roundabout and just sort of scream into the sky. <laughs> I have visions of like Rodney Hyde with his X sign standing in the uh, uh, roundabout. Oh, those were the days. Um, on a round, a round, is that what they call them? A roundabout? No, I haven't. If you go on like a roundabout as an adult, like, because as a kid, you, they were the, they were like, if I could choose what thing on the playground I could be on, seesaw, swings, slide, merry-go-round, or roundabout, I would go on the roundabout. But as an adult, like, I go once and then I'm like, I'm going to throw up, like, immediately. I can't. I'm, I get motion sick. My, my kids play Minecraft. I get motion sick, <laughs> like, watching them play Minecraft. I find motion sickness, like, even though it's so, like, sad, people, I find it quite funny when people get it. Like, just watching something and then getting quite ill from watching it makes me laugh. I'm so phobic of vomiting and therefore phobic of oh motion gosh. sickness that twice, I've the two times I've taken sea legs when I've gone on, on ferries on, like, absolutely blue sky, <laughs> not a whisper of wind. Um, one was when I was shooting for C4 and we went on the Inter-Islander shooting with like, the, do you remember Back of the Y? They yes. Were, they were doing a movie and we were doing it behind the scenes. I slept almost the entire time and they had to wake me up to do links. And then the second time that I did it, well, actually this, this uh, happened before that, um, was my uh, graduation year, um, my class all went over to Waiheke. And I, um, <laughs> I took some sea legs and then got there and basically just passed out and missed it. We had an overnight and just missed the whole bloody thing. <laughs> I am such a loser. It's so funny. It's so funny. See, see, motion sickness is funny. I tell you what, it's funny. How's that for a segue? Peacocks in the garden. If you're in Johnsonville and missing your pet peacocks, someone's found them. Uh, on the Newlands Paparangi Woodridge community page on Facebook, just three massive fuck-off peacocks wandering around the rotary washing line. Wow. It's not a very big garden and it looks like it's fully fenced and someone's taken the photo through their, I think this is on our on our RealPod corner page, by the way, um, taking the photo through their window. So they're keeping their distance, um, which is a wise thing to do in these times. But did peacocks fly? Yes. Definitely? They're, yeah, yeah, they do. I know you're about to say they're birds, but there are some that don't fly famously. I think, oh, you're true. Um, I'm pretty sure peacocks fly. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. My sister has a duck that keeps flying into her garden. Yeah, I've got one of those too. My, oh, it's so sweet. I it want is a sweet, duck. but they actually shit everywhere, Chris. But my nephew like loves seeing it and he always just like, it's him just like looking like through the window every morning at the duck and just kind of talking to the duck. And I'm like, I want that. I want a, I want a friendly duck. We just get our neighbour's cat. That's it. That's all right. No, I don't like it. It kind of bullies our cat and then we try to hiss it out and then it kind of stays and now it's sort of bullying us. Oh, yeah. Cats are assholes. They really are. Cats are are assholes, but I wouldn't want a dog. Well, I've got one of those. Do you? Yeah. I've got a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog lady. I'm a crazy dog lady. How many dogs? Just one dog. Just one, but I really love it. Is it And I really love my dead dog and I love everybody else's dogs. It's not huge. T.I. has shaken his head. Is that because you hate my little fluffy yappy dog? No, it's because he's not huge. He just sounds huge. Is it a cavoodle? 
No, he's like a, he's a, a Shishon. <laughs> he's a Shih Tzu Bichon. And he has the bark of a very loud, wild animal. What? <laughs> <laughs> tried to send him back, but they wouldn't have him. No, I didn't, but I've considered it. Anyway, um, moving on. Much ado about poo. I, I don't know how much you listen to the real pod, Chris, but we talk about poo a lot. It's I've, I've heard I listen to the real pod a lot, actually. Do you like, do you like it? I do. Okay. I was having a good old laugh. We've been, lately we've been getting like a lot of Dunedin bird news from oh. the, the Otago Daily Times has been providing. I love Dunedin. Um, and I believe this does come from the Otago Daily Times, but it's Timaru, which is close enough, right? Um, it's like four hours from Dunedin, I think. It's in the South Island, you know? <laughs> I will not stand for this. Are you a South Islander? Yeah, I was born in Ototahi and then um, have got my mum's from Matoda down in, um, we're like by Gore, Southland. Do, don't you wish you were down there now? Uh, actually, yes. I wish the whole like kind of entertainment scene, like TV and all that sort of stuff was based in Dunedin because that's where I'd love to live. The Octagon. Love the octagon. Um, that's all I've got. That's all I've got on Dunedin. Oh, they've got that amazing <laughs> museum that Which, has um, all the butterflies in it. Oh. It's got a, like a tropical rainforest. Every day they import like all these butterflies from Rio and um, you go in and it's like this crazy, um, what do you call that? Like, don't bring it in. Don't bring in the bugs from overseas. They'll get in the fruit. You'd call that border. Like- Border, border control, security. border security, biosecurity. Biosecurity. It's like a huge biosecurity like issue because if any of these tropical bugs get out of the museum in Dunedin, then it could like wreak havoc on like our biodiversity here in Aotearoa. So they, you have to like scan in and get like Blu-ray, like they put like a UV light on you to make sure that no like butterflies still on you when you leave. Wow. But it's heaven when you're in there. It's like 28 degrees, muggy as anything. We've got something similar here in oh. Tamaki Makoto. We've got Butterfly Creek. Oh, and I've never also been has, to the creek. also has animatronic dinosaurs <gasps> and it also has real-life alligator crocodiles. I don't know the difference. I thought that ones. was Crystal Mountain. No, Butterfly Creek. I don't know what Crystal Mountain is. They've got animatronic um, dinosaurs too. I mean, who doesn't, honestly? Anyway, back, <laughs> back, back, sorry. back to the poo. So... Uh, there was Pleasant Point's uh, St. Mary's Church, which was destroyed by diggers, and a flock of pigeons who used to live there have now taken up residence at a local railway station. And, um, and they're, they're pooing a lot on the platform and on the station wall. Ugh. Apparently it hoses down well, like not too much of a problem. Um, but uh, they, <laughs> I love the method that the, I don't know, I don't know who he is, volunteer, whatever, whoever's overseeing the beautification of the railway station. His method of getting rid of the pigeons? What is it? Running out and shooing them away. Classic. That's like um, in Christchurch. Sorry to bring it back to Christchurch every time, but I, I will. Um, there was this big building that like got torn down and then there was a big like, you know, like it went down into the underground car parts. It was this kind of big concrete pit. And then all the rain happened over many years and it turned into like basically like an urban swamp lake and then seagulls started to um, sort of nest there and now this weird kind of derelict building site has become home to one of the largest black-billed seagull colonies in the city and in Aotearoa and they're like an endangered bird 
Wow. And it's one of my favorite things about the city now. I'm like, you've got to go to the like the bird colony. It's just down the road from my parents' house. That's and they hate birds it. And, birds and butterflies, isn't it? Oh, no, butterflies. Sorry, that's Dunedin. Again, it's, all no. all the South Island. No? I won't. No, I will not stab. No, as a, I've, I'm here to strongly represent the South Island. Okay. Okay. And I uh, I appreciate that. See, I'm I'm open. I'm open. You're I'm broadening your audience, if anything, you know. Yeah. No, I don't. Do they have podcasts? <laughs> don't lol. St- Sorry. Um, don't you lol. <laughs> can I act? Is Pegasus still a thing? Was there, wasn't there I'm like pretty a- sure it is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but there was like, the whole thing about Pegasus was like, it needed a train. And then like, they never did the train. <laughs> uh, Figo featured a change of recipe. Well, an apparent change of recipe. Twisties, cheeses and burgerings. What? Um, obviously snack lovers. Fuming. Fuming. Why but do they do this? Figo reckon that they haven't changed the recipe but recently upgraded the machinery in their factory. I mean, does that, would that change the taste? I feel like it all changes. I feel like everything's changing. I just feel like Ed Sheeran's got COVID, Pringles are different size, nothing tastes the same as it used to, like tangy fruits are gone. Like why can't we have one thing? Bring back snifters for a start. Bring back, why did they go? They were, snifters are amazing. They're I just fantastic. don't understand it. And they I think fantastic. I think it's, we've talked about this before because there were pods, the, the yummy like Snickers and Mars pods got discontinued. Oh, yeah. And we did talk about um, an inspirational quote here at The Real Pod is, eat every snack as if it's going to be discontinued. And it is very much a case of you don't know what you've got till it's gone because snifters, like a lovely treat, enjoyed it when we went to the movies, but did we ever bother buying it at the supermarket? No, we, no, we reserved I that did. for movie time. But that didn't sustain the snifter industry. Um, and we've really only got ourselves to blame for the, the collapse of the, the Snifter empire. I liked Biggins. Yep. But I feel like they don't make those anymore either. Everything I loved was just kind of taken away from it. You know, I freedom. used to like those little chicken sticks. You know, like, like little, uh, I don't know if they were the health reads or CRISPR or what they were. Oh. <laughs> Crispy. Oh. I don't, honestly, lockdown's fucked with my head so badly. Yeah, oh my god, me too. Like honestly, imagine lockdown in the ye olden. Mind you, you didn't really care. Oh no, because but we were talking about this the other day in our flat. Like, imagine lockdown without the internet. What would we have done? Well, I was going to say we'd go out and play in the street until eight o'clock at night, and the street lights come on, and then we'd come home for dinner. But we couldn't be allowed to. That's the whole no. point, right? Our parents would be like, "Oh my god." We have to We're parent be- our children. Imagine being like, remember that time of our lives where we just read like thirty-five books? Like that's all that would it would be, right? Yeah. That's oh. and like playing with pipe cleaners. Extremely sobering thought. Yeah, as a mother who is struggling even with the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of children, Bryce and Melissa from Maths AU. I don't know if you watched this, but they were a hell of a couple. Um, they had twins. They've called them Levi and Tate, and they said we wanted unique names that had a modern feel to them. Uh, and we wanted names that promote positivity for them and our new family. Levi means harmony among others, and Tate means cheerful, so it suits them perfectly. If you know Melissa and Bryce, those names don't suit them at all. Were they toxic? Toxic. A, like, he basically didn't like her. When he when she first rolled out, he was like, oh, you've got, you know, I like blondes, tanned, skinny blondes with green eyes, and you've got yuck blue eyes or something. It was just, it was, in, it was just insane. I seem to have avoided, not avoided, just like, Maths has like just like a train just like gone right past me and I've gone, oh, oh, probably should get on that eventually. And it's just like, and then rocketed by. Like, when did it start? 
It started in uh, in Australia years and years ago, and it was a very different show than it is now. But you should just just get on it. Are you writing down notes of things to watch? <laughs> I'm googling when the first married at first sight season was because I reckon it'll make us feel so old. Okay, we're gonna have a break. We're gonna have a break, and then uh, and then we're gonna come back with some real life. You look you look surprised by this. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're just gonna be talking about all the exciting things that have been happening in our worlds. Okay. 2015 was the first season of Mary First Sight. Be right back. Scientists are leading the conversations about the future of Aotearoa and the biggest challenges of our time, our land, ocean and climate, our physical and mental well-being, our food health. It's never been more important to understand science. At the University of Otago, you'll study alongside world-renowned experts and researchers. Explore your postgraduate options now. He heringa tangata, he tsuhura kōrero. Find out more at otago.ac.nz slash pgsciences. Kia ora e hoa. My name's Duncan Grieve. I'm the publisher of The Spin-Off. And if you're hearing this, you probably love The Spin-Off podcasts. If I'm honest, they're expensive to make. We've got a studio that we rent. We've got Te Ahe, who does an amazing job editing our podcasts and recording them. We've got Jane Yee, who runs the whole Spin-Off podcast network. And we've got the talent who who record them. Some of our podcasts are partly commercially funded. Most of them, in fact, all of them rely to to a greater or lesser extent on donations from the spinoff members. If you're already a spinoff member, thank you. It honestly means so much to all of us to have that support. If you're not and you can afford to or if you've been meaning to but never gotten around to it, please consider doing so today. Every dollar is ring-fenced to, to fund our journalism and if I'm honest, we're having a bit of a tough time at the moment. We run a hybrid model, partly funded by partnerships with, with other organisations and businesses, partly funded by our members. And the commercial partnerships are really struggling right now because of the impact of Delta. So we're more reliant than ever on donations from our members. And if you can help, please do so. We really massively appreciate it. Namahi. We're back. We're back, baby. We are back. Do you think anyone's still listening? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. People just skim the ads. Okay. No, I just mean if they made it this far through the podcast. Oh, 100%. This is gold. You're so confident. I mean, when Alex and Duncan and I do this podcast, by the time we're about 20 minutes in, we just assume everyone's switched off. It's the switch off. We're gone. No, people just leave podcasts on. Okay, good. Okay, My partner's doing this thing at the moment where in the mornings he's playing really sad piano music in the kitchen, like over the Alexa. And now when I came home, it was like, <laughs> like all around the house. It's this like morbid sensation to come into. Well, we are talking about real life. And um, by the way, I was just thinking, if you are still, if you're hearing this, you are still listening. So if you're on your, on your stupid little walk at the moment, um, do just like a little, just... Just skip for 10 metres right now. Just do that. It's and you'll be very embarrassed, but the peer pressure of Chris and I telling you to do this hopefully will cut through and I just I feel like we'll make an impact on the world. I just like pump my hands up in the air like I've like won a, a cup or a medal or something. And it, it looks like you've got cramp in your, in your tricep and you're stretching it out. I just think it's good to put your arms above your head. 
Doesn't that feel better? It feels like I'm being taken hostage. <laughs> it doesn't that feel great? It's something new. It is something new. I actually feel like I've been hostage for a long time. I've got Stockholm Syndrome now. I'm too scared. I'm scared of the outside world. As much as I'm, like, dying to get back to work, which is something I never thought I'd be saying, um, I'm also terrified of even stepping out my front gate. It's Do you leave the bizarre. house during lockdown? Not a lot. My partner doesn't either. Like, no. But he's like, I like it in here. I just am lazy uh, mm. and tired. And the opportunities that I... And, and taking my ch- taking my children out is really hard work. They don't want to go. They don't. They're like me. They're like little hermits. They just want to yeah. like close the blinds and play on. Devices. I love to be out and about, but I obviously reduce. Like, no, I can't. I try and do like one out and about a day if I can. But like every morning, Brinley and I would like walk for an hour and just chew each other's ears off. But it's nice you got someone in your house you can do that with. You know. Mm, true. Taking my kids out. For a walk. Kids, uh, we've talked about this before on the pod. Kids don't like just walking to nowhere. No. Kids don't. They don't just like, they're like, are we going to the dairy? Are we walking to someone's house? Are we like, what is the reward at the end of this toil? I think that's something you develop when you're like 28. Right. You're like, oh, it's quite nice to like, because I remember like dad being like, let's go look at the lovely scenery. And you're like, no, no, no. The scenery is like the backdrop to getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you never want to like look at a mountain. You get over a mountain to get to the beach where you're going to hang out for the day. Um, so anyway, I mean, we've already touched on our real lives, but what's, is there anything significant, interesting happened to you over the last week? No. No? Or, or, oh, <laughs> my such, God. Such a great, no. I mean, this segment lit during the before times, but now. What is going on is that I have found myself in this crazy predicament where I'm on like the most viewed TV show in New Zealand, like at the moment, like the well, the episode last week of Celebrity Treasure Island was like the number one sh- viewed show on TVNZ two in like two years. Wow! Like everyone is watching it, and everyone is commenting about it, and it's driving me loopy. Like even though it's like I'm getting great feedback, it's like I just can't help but be like, oh, it makes me feel. And it's all I wanted. It's all I wanted was to be like the star and to be a famous, you know, comedian running it. But now I'm like, oh God, no, it's, I find it really, really stressful. And I'm also doing this weird like breakfast, not weird, um, if they're listening, loving the job. Um, they morning, are definitely not listening. <laughs> they morning, got better things to do. <laughs> yeah. Morning radio. <laughs> Show, so I'm doing like early mornings. I'm getting up at like 5 a.m. That's I'm horrible. At, I drive through Ponsonby at 5 a.m. and I'm loving that. It's like a ghost town. You, I see, I don't feel like you're doing lockdown the same way as the rest of us because you're going to a workplace. You've got like de- special dispensation to do that. I've under- only started doing that like as of last week. Does that mean that the 60 other days lockdown don't count? I don't count. I don't count. <laughs> You're basically the South Island now. You're just you, you get to, getting to live a normal life. Is there anything going on in your life? The only thing that's going on in my life is uh, my my kids' scholastic book orders came through. <gasps> um, normally we pick them up from the school, but we 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 were sent them this time because we didn't oh. know at school. And the kids, lots of great books in the scholastic catalogue. They always want the things that have crappy toys or kits or things with them. And my daughter got like this make cute crochet animal thing, right, for beginners. And (laughs) there's no way she could do it. I've never crocheted in my life. I can knit, though, so I thought can't be that much of a leap, especially if this is for kids. And I've I've got a a head 
very lopsided. <laughs> it just looks like a series of knots and one ear. And, that's, and then I've just sort of given up. But I looked up reviews of this kit online. You can buy it at Whitcalls. Like, it's it's everywhere. It's not, like, some sort of, like, little scammy scholastic thing. And literally everyone's just like, this is not for beginners. Just, like, parents of the world oh, riled up God. about this fucking kit. Scholastic Books was, like, we never got one, but we got the brochure, and I remember just being like, this rocks like it's all I wanted was like something from the lucky book club the lucky book club yep does that still exist it does yep and it's not an app yet it's oh of course it's it's on it's on all the uh, digital things as well but you still get the brochure the brochure that's all that matters that you still get the brochure because like if there's like one thing that shouldn't be turned into an app it's that you know like it needs to be tangible yeah yeah it's a, it's the only it's the only good thing that's survived in the school system since the old days. I used to love stationery day at school where you like get all your new stationery, and at my high school you'd like hold like a paper, like a plastic bag, timestamp. They're illegal now, and people would like throw, you know, like you'd be like right two, two pencils, one pen, you know, and all this like stationery get thrown into a bag. Yeah, like we amazing. had a, at high school we had the gym kitted out, so there was like a a big rectangle of trestle tables that you'd walk around and a volunteer mum would have the, the your checklist and she'd go through and she'd check off your, your 1B5s and your yes, HB yes. pencils oh. and your protractor and your bloody Casio, your Casio calculator, 35 bucks. Yeah, really expensive. Yeah. It was always a rectangle thing of tables and there'd always be a couple of girls who's like were either daughters of a teacher or, you know, like – daughters of like a PTA member who were like 18, 19 and were like the height of cool. Mm. Like, cause it was like an early summer job mm. that. And like, do people, is it an Auckland thing to like sit out in the sun and sell cherries? Um, no, no, we don't. It's a huge, it's a huge job in Christchurch. Like you can be basically 19 and just like have a table and just sell cherries. Oh like the no. Okay. Out here we do, sun. we do Christmas trees. Side of the road Christmas trees is our, our is an Auckland teenage job, you know. It's a similar job to selling the cookie time little chalky oh, chippies in the yeah, bins, yeah. the buckets. Yeah. Someone actually messaged me on Instagram about trying to sell me like a box of cookie times, and I didn't message back because I was like, I will only buy these in person, like off someone coming into an office that I don't work at, and mm-hmm. be like, can someone buy these? That and like the um. Oh my god, are we gonna be in lockdown till Christmas? Yes. The chocolates that you'd buy for fundraising, just focus on the focus okay, on these nostalgic really traits. Yeah, sorry. You just have to focus on the past. That's all I do. <laughs> it's just unlocking memories from my childhood. You give the two dollars to fundraise for like a hockey trip and someone have like a big tray of like yeah. Cabri of oh, those. Those rocked. And but then if you were selling them, you just ended up borrowing a lot of money to buy the chockies for yourself, you know? Just yeah. the temptation was too real. We have to wrap up. We've been talking for way too long. Oh, it's almost been an hour. I know. People will love this. People will love this. I was like, this. it'll be like 25 minutes, you know? It'll be 25 minutes or maybe twice that. Oh, God. All right, that's what well, we can pick this up another time. Anyway, um, we might see you again on The Real Pod. Yeah. I'm sure we will at some stage. Thank you so much for stepping in at the last minute. You are a busy man and yet you're freed up your schedule for us and I appreciate Always it so much. Always make time for you both. Thank you. And Thank all you. the listeners in the corner. All the corns. All the corn corners. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, T.I. here for recording and editing. Thank you also to Callum Henderson and to Tara Ward for helping us out with the show today. It's been lovely. 
All right, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.